Lights. Camera. Watch. May, December. Don't watch. Really? Watch. Are you kidding? Liar. Are you kidding? Liar. Liar? Yes. You didn't get the reference? Anakin Skywalker? Liar. Okay, well, you didn't say it like Anakin, so how <laughs> would kidding. I have gotten the reference? I should have been like, liar. <laughs> Don't watch, really. I watched this movie. I felt like I was watching a lifetime. That was the point. The lifetime cheesy movies. It was, yes. The music, the overacting. And I'm like, why am I watching dude, this? Dude, why watch is, it again. Why no. is Natalie Portman like this? Dude, in, like the like the pet you, shop going. Oh. You need to understand that this movie has layers, okay? I have, and that is all done I, intentionally. I'm a basic bitch, dude. I'm a basic bitch. When I dude. watched this movie, I was like, what is going on here? Like we're talking about like insects, one scene. Like the the caterpillars, the the monarchs, of like, hey, I got this going on. It's all symbolism. Guess what? It went right past your head, yeah, dude. Uh, dude. So, so it's like Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore, yeah, are both like giving everything, and I, I like I don't have the words to describe this movie. Why? Because, again, it works on so many levels. So, give me one layer. Like, okay. Okay. So, like, the basic thing is, like, she's an actress coming to play this woman who's, like, a tabloid figure mm. and was involved in the scandalous situation with her... Underage. Underage. Love child. Love child. Not love child. That makes it sound like it's her baby. I have no idea. <laughs> um, Natalie Portman is clearly a bad actress. She's in, like, TV movies... She's, like, not very good. She got this opportunity to play this movie. And she is doing the, like, full, like, oh, I'm going to throw my whole self into this and, like, be a true actor and do a char- character study. You didn't need to do all that. You did not need to do all that. And then when you go to the end, it's, like, even the movie you're making is, like, not a quality film. Like, I know. It that's is like, the, I'm, like, when I watch the end, I'm, like, why? It looks like a bad porno. This movie was, like, <clears throat> you know it's been in awards contention as a comedy, right? Really? Because it is meant to be comedic. The whole tone that you said with like the whole Lifetime movie, it is meant to be funny. Like just from the opening line of like, or not opening line, but early scene of Julianne Moore opening up the fridge. She's staring into the fridge and then the cheesy piano music comes in before the hot dog line. Like mm-hmm. it is meant to feel like a garbage Lifetime movie from the 90s. Maybe this is supposed to be Every like- time the mu- music like does the like don't 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 and literally like a line of that's absolute like garbage comes out and it is like done intentionally maybe this is supposed to be the next uh big lebowski do you know what i mean have you ever seen the big lebowski, I seen the big lebowski. how have you not seen by the way she's in the big lebowski which one more okay she's in the movie she's fantastic in it so if you're saying like it's supposed to be a comedy maybe it's like one of those big lebowski movies that later on like oh after you watch it like three or four times i have read some things where people are like this is the funniest movie of the year and i cannot say i thought it was particularly funny because it's just like hard to laugh at this like kind of things but like both julianne moore and natalie portman are trying to like one up each other the whole time about not giving enough information while giving while each other is trying to learn information about like one yeah, another like like that woman is not even sharing any bit of her life and like everybody else is telling they you. are playing complicated mind games with each other and they both are like don't really understand where they're trying to get at yeah and like charles melton who's now like in the 
heavy race for winning best supporting actor for this performance that's the dude from sign um riverdale yes he plays joe good for him one for riverdale did you like his performance in this is great yeah he's fantastic in it and he like perfectly portrays like someone who is like trying to figure out life and is being confronted in real time by natalie portman's character being there and like having her like trying to explore the past is just like opening up how he feels about his future mm-hmm. and how like his innocence has been stolen and how like his kids are gonna leave the nest and like literally he captures butterflies to raise them in a safe environment to set them free like that is literally like what he wants in his life and like he sobs at the end with the graduation because he's literally watching his kids like butterflies leaving be free What's interesting is though, like you meet his children, they're like more mature and adultish than he is. And it all comes together in that beautiful rooftop scene where he's like smoking weed with a kid, and like his his son has done this older than him than when he got with his wife, right? Yeah. Like his son's eighteen, and he was like twelve. He has matured past the point he will ever get at. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It is sad. Like he's kind of stayed like as a child, like he's been at that mental like stage. And he like he gives the like literally like my innocence has been robbed for me performance so well Mm -hmm. but also at the same time like he for some reason is the mature one in his relationship with julianne moore yeah that lady's a train wreck literally a train wreck like that scene where like they don't want pies they canceled all their orders (laughs) and she's like crying i'm like what the hell like i wish i can sell pies and live in a house like that literally like how do they make money like that i don't they live in like savannah where like a house costs like three hundred thousand dollars i guess so if you like you made like a million dollars for like some but you have three kids and you went to prison for seven years like how do you have all that money some of this stuff doesn't make sense but who cares like how much of like the thing and like everybody seems to be their friends mm-hmm. it's not weird it's like they're like the taboo of the entire community, but yet everybody hangs everybody, out. With- it's it's hinted that it's because everyone kind of feels bad for them, and like at the end of the day, they're nice people under tough circumstances, and they like kind of want to give them the sympathy. Like I know it's been tough, like we're there for you kind of situation, and that's again like the whole community is like they're all talking to Natalie Portman, but at the same time they're like, hey, like we all know this happened. Like her husband is like, you know, like it happened to me. But, like, they seem happy, so, like, what am I to care? Her friend early on says, like, be careful. Like, it it seems like things just started to settle down, and now you guys are making a movie about it. Just, like, be careful, wary of her feelings. Like, everybody is, like, tiptoeing around this family. The other guy who explains that the cakes orders are just by, like, the community who feel bad for her, that it's, like, placing the orders. It is all, like, unraveling that, like, their perfect life so-and-so is actually just, like... A show an absolute show and julianne moore's character is so unaware of it like because she's so stunted just like he is Mm -hmm. and like literally she just bakes her cakes that nobody wants and she lives in her house and she couldn't have the conversation with her husband about like maybe this was wrong totally doesn't think she did anything wrong she has a whole separate family that is like that was also the crazy part like her son is like a musician in like this failed group Mm -hmm. or whatever it is and like he's like so jacked up like he's so messed up you mm-hmm. know what i mean whereas in like his other her, her kids that are raised from this younger guy seem to be like more stable and have their life together yeah to a degree well i mean i think the older kids or lives were literally ruined by what happened because that was like at an age that you can remember while well, obviously the other kids weren't born yet yeah like, they were so little and like her ruining her whole family's life by doing this like does not seem to bother her even yeah for she's a just like does not even care 
Like, she's like, what? It's like, it's just never happened. It's like, oh, you're my children. It's like, it's amazing, like, how people shut out stuff, you know? Like, it's just so, like, I don't know. It's, like, psychopathic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, it's not normal to be just so oblivious to what you've done. She she has the line where she's like, oh, I'm naive and I like it that way. And it's like, no, dude, like, you are actively ruining people's lives. That's scary. When you actively ruin people's lives, that's just, like, wow. Be careful. But, like, the power dynamic between her and Natalie Portman that go back and forth of, like, you think, oh, like, Natalie Portman's, like, from Hollywood and she's Mm going to tell this story and we want to be careful what we say to her versus, like, what's actually happening where she's just, like, become obsessed with this woman for absolutely no reason. Like, the scene where she goes to the stockroom where it all happened and it's like, ah, like, that is meant to be a comedic moment. Oh, my God. When I watch it, I'm like, is this really happening right now? Like, it was just nuts. Like, absolutely nuts. I can't believe you didn't like this. I watched it twice. Did you? <laughs> yes. I tried watching it twice. I watched twi- the whole thing and I was like, no way. And I fired it back up. No, I, I watched it twice too. But I'm like, to me, I was like, what is going on here? Why are people talking about this movie like it's a big deal? Look, I I'm I just, thought it was good. <laughs> I, I feel like it's one of those movies that either you love it or you hate it. Like, it's not like, and like, I remember you're I telling just, me. I just think there's a lot to unpack there. I just was not like, I thought like. I just really felt like it was a Lifetime movie. Like, I grew up watching those Lifetime movies. Uh-huh. And, like, I'm like, why? But it's, like, spoofing a Lifetime movie almost. Yeah, but it just, like, bothered me. Mm. Like, I just thought you it was You couldn't gonna... get on board with the tone, and honestly, if you can't I thought get on board it was supposed tone, to be dark. Not... I thought it was supposed to be, like, it dark. It is dark. It's, like, demented. I guess so in a different way, but it was just kind of, like... I just felt bad for the guy. I just felt like the guy yeah. got, like fucked over in so well, many even ways in real life like he's the one who got fucked over and now they're also making a movie about it so it's like that poor man just like is the victim and remains the victim and he just cares about his little butterflies like yeah and his his wife doesn't care about his bugs and he has he actually has like a normal job like he's like a x-ray tech or something like that Yeah, he's trying to go into people and see what's broken oh wow it's got layers i thought it was good I, I don't know. I could not get past so many things. I just felt like you either love this movie or hate this movie. It's either a masterpiece or not a masterpiece. I just couldn't, like, get myself to be like, okay, like, this is no, so... No, if you can't get on board with the tone, like, there's no way you're going like, to... Maybe I need like to it. watch it more or something like that. But you know what the thing, too, is I've seen so many good movies. And when this one came around that time, I'm like, what is this? You know what I mean? That's like, I is- literally watched this, like, I think before or after... Poor, poor things and i'm like that's a banger what is this okay. you know and the thing too is it's also when you watch a movie and it's like netflix mm-hmm. it already has like star power and netflix like if i thought like you know when you watch like leave the world behind i'm like those are powerful performances in my opinion like it was serious or the killer you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you didn't and- think these were good performances no that's the thing though they're so good at being bad I guess so, but it also made like Julianne me... Julianne Moore has a lisp. Like, it, it just made me feel so bad. Like, there's moments where, like, Natalie Portman's talking to her boyfriend or agent or whoever it is, and, like, or They're the person... She has a boyfriend conversation and an agent yeah, conversation. Yeah, like, like, the... the, the her fiancé, the, Yeah, actually. whatever. It's like, she was so, like, does not is not in love with them. You know what I mean? It's just, like, a relationship of convenience. It mm-hmm. was just so weird. And then she goes through and, like, looks at the casting call of, like, the guys that she's supposed to, like, play the role with, and they're, like, little kids... It's just so creepy and eerie. Because he was 12. I understand all of that. 
but it was just so eerie. And but it's it's also the parallels of like, oh, they did this whole thing because they like cared about each other and everything, and she doesn't care about her partner, and she's throwing her whole self into this, and like the the she sits with the daughter at one point when she's trying on dresses, and like Julianne Moore like moves her hair one way and then the other, and then Natalie Portman's like. Like, she's just, like, trying to mimic her so much. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, you were a bad TV actress in, like, this movie that clearly is, like, the only thing that was given to you because no one else wants to play this role because it's, like, fucked up. And you were like, oh, I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to make it A daytime enemy? Or, like, what's it called? Golden Globe? Yeah. Like, she's like, "This this is the character of a lifetime. This is someone who has got moral ambiguity and things that like most people don't get and i'm gonna show that through the screen but in reality it's like no one wants to fuck a 12 year old on the screen and that's why you as a bad actress are casting this you know what also bothered me about this movie julianne moore was so mean to her kids in the so movie. mean to her kids it's like oh that's so brave of you for showing the arms. scale comment the dress comment <sighs> even like early on in the beginning uh charles melton's character goes to grab another beer and she goes that's two it's like damn <laughs> I just thought like she was just so mean in the movie. I, I just kind of like like anyone in the movie except for Charles Melton's character. Yeah. I just like felt bad for him, and I felt like he should win a Golden Globe. Like je- like he should be nominated for best supporting actor. So best supporting actor, who gets it? Charles Melton or RDJ? I'd give it to Charles Melton. So you didn't like this movie. You didn't like the performances, but you liked Charles. Melton. I just <laughs> felt like you know when there's a moment where like you, they look back in time, they're like. Why did this person win an Oscar? I feel like it's that type of situation mm-hmm. where like the big popular like um like I'm not trying to rain on someone's parade but like Adrian Brody won an Oscar and like I've not seen him kill it in any other movie. Am I terrible for saying that? I guess not, but that's that's true because I feel like sometimes like an Oscar will go to someone just because it's like their time rather than like for the actual performance while this is like the opposite like the performance is so good that it's like grants the award but he's just such a newcomer that it's like it kind of feels weird when there's like so many people in that category competing yeah like imagine if you had the list of like Robert Downey Jr. Mark Ruffalo and this dude and Ryan Gosling and Ryan Gosling like forget about Ken yeah and like imagine if he wins it everyone's gonna be like what the fuck but like yeah and but it would make more sense that he wins it and all those guys don't win it you know what i mean like oh robert downey jr should have won but when all those guys lose and this guy gets it it's like it's his chance of a lifetime i think out of all those performances like it's not my favorite performance but i think it's just so good that like he should be in the conversation like he definitely deserves a nomination mine's ken but honestly ken is kind of a really your salt burn uh, pretty boy don't get it He's not going to be nominated for an Oscar. He's not? I'm not talking about the Golden Globes. Okay. Golden Globes are a trash organization. Trash organization? Yes. They're like notoriously awful. But I guess they have a new owner now and they put a bunch of new people in the voting party. So it's like trying to redeem itself. But like the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is like notoriously horrible. We will have our Golden Gold conversation. Oh, I'm so our... excited. I'm more oh. excited for our Oscar conversation. Well, we need to talk about all of them. Well, Oscars is my Super Bowl. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, and I look forward to that conversation. I don't. I don't think Barry Whoa. is gonna be beloved in that. But fuck, that is a performance. If you've seen one, that uh, you've seen the movie three times. Three times. Saltburn. Three Salt times. Saltburn. My like eighty-year-old uncle was like, "You know what movie I want to see? Saltburn." And I was like, "I didn't give him any warning. I just said I support that message." Did you grab his hand and take him to the theaters and watch it? Yeah. Oh, you did. 
<laughs> no, I would like to, though. <laughs> I think he would be concerned with certain parts of the movie afterwards. I don't know if I'd want to sit through that movie with him, but, mm-hmm. like, I would love to talk about that movie with him because I like Saltburn. And they'd be like, I can't talk about this movie. And Saltburn's awesome. The haters of Saltburn need to shut the fuck up. There's no thing. I just feel like it's a specific conversation, and I don't know your uncle. He's a, He sounds like a he might be a conservative 80-year-old guy, and for him to watch a movie like that, I'd be like... I didn't know what I was expecting when I walked in. He into made it. fun of me when I said I was excited for Wonka anyway. Wonka killed, though. Wonka killed. I can't believe you didn't like this movie, but that's fine. Why? I don't like I, I just can't. thought it was so. Like, I was floored by it. It's like camp, you know? No. Okay. I don't know. So, this was a light. Camera. Watch! Watch! Don't watch. 